Hey, agency owners, it's time for a new episode of The Agency Blueprint, the number one podcast for agency owners looking to discover strategies for scaling an agency to seven figures and beyond, while reducing stress and getting your personal life back. I'm your host, Robert Patton, international bestselling author, agency scale partner, and founder of Creative Agency Success. Before we get started today, I'd like to invite you to join our free Facebook group, The Creative Agency Clique. We live stream weekly trainings on tactics that will help you simplify and scale your agency. Go to creativeagencysuccess.com forward slash FP to join. And now for the show. So at this point, you've picked a lucrative niche and you have an impeccable reputation. And so you have referrals are flowing in. And so at this point, we believe that we need everything we need to achieve scalable success, right? Unfortunately, not quite. Your pricing model really significantly impacts your success. And today I wanted to chat with you about the two of the most used models. Review the pros and cons of both of them. So ultimately you can choose what is best for you and for your agency. So I'm going to start with the most common structure, the hourly model. And this model really is most popular specifically with new agencies. It is one of the most easy models to set up and quite frankly, the most easy to understand. So let me define this for you, really. It's kind of the sort of the time and materials model, right? So for every hour of work you are producing, you're billing the client for truly variable. And as you do more work, the client gets billed more in theory. So there's two base structures for this for agencies a little bit larger and a, a bit more at scale. And there are some agencies that are utilizing the hourly model that are substantial in size as well. So the two structures really are a rate sheet and a blended rate. And I will explain both for you for a moment. So the rate sheet is where you are considering the cost for every level of seniority within the organization. And you're billing based on that seniority level, that expertise level of that particular person. And so you have a list of your senior, your creative directors, you've got senior designers, designers, junior designers, account executives, project managers, traffic people, all the way across the board. You have a rate for every single billable team member on your team. Or you have a blended rate. And that means that you have a cost, you have your fully loaded understand of what exactly your utilization ratios are, exactly how much you can bill for, and you have a blended rate across the entire organization really simplifies the way that you're able to bill. So you don't have to pay attention to exactly who it is that's working on what, but ultimately there's flaws in both. The rate sheet, there's a lot of instances, and actually with both, you're going to have people negotiate that rate and wanting to have that understanding of exactly how they can get that rate down as cheap as possible. And then the variability to it is, quite frankly, causes a lot of anxiety for clients. The thing that I see happen so incredibly often when it comes to this model is that there's so much that is forgotten. So when you think about the calculation of these rates, you need to consider how many hours is someone on vacation? How many hours is typically someone sick? How many hours are people spending in internal administrative meetings that are not project specific? How much time are you really writing off time? I mean, I've seen agencies that are writing off 70% of their hours because they believe they're going so far over gamut of what they can build with the client, or even in situations where they have not to exceed clauses on projects, 
and they're writing off loads of time, millions of dollars in some instances of billable revenue. And it's causing agencies to really truly suffer. And one of the reasons that leads to many agencies being really nominally profitable, if profitable at all. And so what you need to think about here is really consider the underutilized or administrative time for every single team member and really have a clear understanding of what that is for every single person. The time that you're writing off, the time that they spend on administrative stuff, and the time that they're not spending on project work. Super, super key for you to have a very clear understanding of what that looks like for you and for your team. The other thing that gets ignored here in a lot of instances as well is payroll taxes, health insurance, all of those pieces that go into the cost of those individuals that realistically speaking are not part of your administrative cost and are forgotten when considering these rates. And so what most agencies are doing, well, this is what another agency is charging, so I'm going to charge that and are just trying to make it fit, trying to make it work because they're competing against everyone else. So there's there's both pros and cons to this model, right? The pros are that it really easily accommodates clients and it offers loads of flexibility because if they need to add on more work or they need to reduce work or whatever, you're really easily able to accommodate this and it allows for that flexibility. The other thing that it really does is, in theory, right, it allows for you to bill accordingly with the projects that run over time. If the client is asking for more revisions or asking for more work or changing the features or adding additional pieces of design, in theory, you yield a higher billing amount for that project. Doesn't, in practicality, in most of my experience, it doesn't really end up working out that way. But in theory, that is what it does. It, and it, it also allows for a kind of an easy calculation of overall profitability per hour. So if you understand what it costs you, so if you have 10 team members and you have this is my base cost to operate the business, this is my cost per team member, it allows for you to understand what is your profitability for every hour. So here's your base cost that it costs you to operate from an operational perspective within the organization. And then this is the cost that you have for every single team member. And so then you know for every project that you can build in, quote unquote, and I'm giving air quotations right now, of what that profitability would be. Again, this is assuming that you have a very clear understanding of how much time is utilized and how much time isn't and how much time is vacation and sick time and all of that, and that you are being very thorough on the calculation of these metrics. So let's talk about cons of this model for a moment. So the con of this model is it's actually very difficult to scale. And the reason that it is, is that in order for you to bill more, in order for your agency to grow, you need to do one of two things. You either can increase the utilization rate of your team members. Okay, there's three. You can increase the utilization of your team members, you can increase your hourly rate, or you can add more people. There's definitely a glass ceiling for most agencies without a huge, really meaningful reputation in the industry of what you can charge per hour. Now, if you add more people, you're adding more risk to your agency as well. If there's downtime, if a project is paused, if a client stops or whatever that means, and loads of different situations that come up day to day, those team members, that payroll cost 
is a burden that your agency has to carry. And I've actually seen in this hourly model that this actually has caused loads of agencies to go under because of a contract being pulled, a project being paused, causing really negatively impactful cash flow problems, profitability problems. And the overarching, I would say my biggest qualm with this is that you're trading time for money. And I, I have a big issue with this for so many reasons. And as you get better, as you gain more expertise, there's so much more in what you're able to do. I mean, I know that you were to compare the work that I can do to some of my team members. And for some of them, I can do the work four times faster because I've got two decades of experience doing the work. And they may have a couple of years, four, five, maybe 10. And those years of muscle memory and, and those grooves that I have in my brain of doing this work so many times that it's second nature to me and so easily for me to be able to do it, does that mean that because I do it faster that it should be done, the project is not worth as much? No. So what is the benefit to your team, to your agency, to you to build expertise, to build knowledge, to do the work better. The only person that benefits from this speed, this efficiency within your work is the client. Not saying that the client shouldn't get benefit out of it. They do by that growth and expertise, but you shouldn't be penalized for it. The other thing that I think is that it incentivizes the wrong thing. It focuses the team heavily on the hours that it takes to do something rather than the result, which is ultimately what the client is here for in the first place, right? They're not here. And as many times as I will had this conversation, hundreds likely of times with clients is that they're not here to buy a website. They're not here to buy a brand. They're not here to buy a logo. They're not here to buy these things. They're here to buy what those things mean for the business. They're buying an outcome. They're buying a result. And so what your team needs to be focused on is how do we accomplish the result with this vehicle, with this creative, with this product, with this service? How do we do that? And this model does not focus on that. This model focuses on the hours and it's de-incentivizing your team to do the work that they need to do appropriately. And it, the onerous is way too much on the number of hours. Another con here, and I alluded to it a little bit earlier, is that the amount of variable nature to the cost of a project for a client, it leaves a lot of anxiety for the client. They're not able to budget for it appropriately. They don't know exactly what it's going to cost in the end. And it creates loads of nervousness. So in a lot of instances, the clients are a little micromanagey when it comes to what's actually going on. How are you spending it? They question loads of, loads of things. And why did this take so long? And I mean, having been starting my career, at an agency that was billing by the hour when we first started there. And I ended up helping them migrate to a different model. The amount of conversations I would have with clients around the hours and having to substantiate them, it was grueling. And I know that many of you are probably doing that if you're on the hourly model now. So the other model I wanted to chat with you guys about today is the fixed pricing model. I want to just really make sure that you understand that these are not the only two models. I'm just talking about two today. So the fixed pricing model is usually for agencies a little further along in their journey, and they've likely developed a better understanding of the client that they serve, 
the deliverables that they do, and ultimately the time that it takes to invest in that work for every single service offering. Using a fixed model essentially just means that you have this blank price for X deliverable, regardless of the amount of time, regardless of the amount of the resources that it takes to complete it. This is what it costs. And so the thing that you would think about here, right, and it's a fairly easy transition once you have an understanding of how much time it's going to take. There's loads of mistakes that are made if, you don't, if you're not tracking hours now and you don't know how much time it takes for you to do the work can be quite problematic for you to be able to determine what that what the amount of hours are going to be and ultimately what that cost is going to be on a fixed rate. If you don't have that, do me a favor and actually reach out in our Facebook group, the Creative Agency Clique, and I will help you walk through an understanding of how to look at it from a percentage of a person rather than the number of hours. One of the huge musts before I get into the pros and cons of this model is that you have to hold clients to scope here you have to set expectations really well. There's loads of issues of scope creep when it comes to the fixed model, and it can make or break an agency. So if you are considering moving to this model, you have to make sure that the way that you communicate the deliverables, the inclusions, the exclusions, the way that you are communicating exactly how things are going to play out, how you're going to do things, the expectations of how much time the client has to respond, the assets that they have to provide. All of that needs to be very, very clear for the client. And you have to hold them to it and not just acquiesce at every single turn. I mean, there's so many instances where starting to work with a client and looking at the work that they're doing versus the initial scope that was done, they, they don't even resemble each other. And in those instances, the agency is losing money hand over fist. This model does dramatically change the focus here. As we were talking about in the hourly model, the focus is time. The focus here is actually getting the work done, getting the end result, making the client happy, and being more effective in the work that you're doing, allowing for you to make more money. In theory, again, assuming that you're efficient, you're effective, and you're able to hold the client to scope, and you're able to actually have a good understanding of how many hours it's going to take, more often than not, this does mean a higher hourly earning for you. So let's talk about the pros and cons. And so here's some of the pros. The specialization of you and the expertise that you grow actually means a faster turnaround time in the project, meaning that you're able to get it done faster, it translates to a higher profit margin, translates to a higher higher average hourly earning, it translates to a higher effective billing rate, all of those things that have positive impacts to the agency. You're growing expertise within the team. The team is ideally looking to do things faster, more effective, and actually get the client the result. This model also supports the client's ability to request projects before committing smaller projects before committing to this wider scope. It allows also for them to have a very clear understanding of what the value is and you have to sell here based on the value on the client's end satisfaction and perceived value in the value of exactly what that end deliverable is going to be in that outcome that they're looking to accomplish. It allows for you to really be able to have them understand the full scope of what it's going to cost them as well 
giving them a greater amount of surety that it's going to fit within their budgets as well. And this model becomes increasingly easier to scale because you don't actually have the people problem the same. As you're able to create more effectiveness in the work that you're able to accomplish, reorganize the model by which you're delivering the work, you're able to actually do a greater amount of work with less amount of team members, with less employees. And it allows for you to get to the completion of the project at a much higher profitability. And you're not as focused necessarily on how many team members you need to actually complete a project, but what is the timeline? What percentage of the person is actually going to be there? What augmentations? It changes the entire dynamic of how your team actually looks at a project in the first place. And so now looking at the cons here, because there's with every good, there's the downside as well. The cons here are that if the agency calculates the time wrong, they can lose money. Not saying that you couldn't lose money in the hourly model as well, you absolutely can. But if you do not calculate the amount of time it's going to take for you to do this, or you're not managing to scope, then you're going to lose money in this model. And this really is impacted by not having past projects in this area. This goes particularly wrong with agencies that do not have the specialization in that particular service, where they're trying to do something outside of their wheelhouse and are trying to figure it out. That causes so many issues for so many agencies. And I see this happen all the time where you have an agency that's client says, hey, I'm looking and I'm thinking about doing XYZ. And then the agency says, yeah, we can do that. They've never done it before. They have no idea how to do it. And sure, then I'm sure that they'll figure it out. They're never going to be phenomenal at it the first time around. Obviously, no one is ever on the first time around. And it takes three, four, five, ten times the amount of time to get it done because you don't know how to do it. And for the vast majority of the time, you can't charge the client for all of that. And you also don't know how long it's going to take. So those types of projects, 9.9 times out of 10, do not end up being profitable. So to me, and I'm sure that you've gauged my preference here in the way that I've spoken about these two models. Once again, thank you so much for carving out the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. Now, chances are, if you're an agency owner listening to this podcast right now, then you may be feeling like this. Because I was finding myself constantly overworked within our business, um, constantly like too busy with fulfillment or too busy with uh, customer service needs. So I didn't have the time to go think about how am I going to close this person or what I'm going to say to this person or what am I going to do with this or what's the next strategy I need to do. Now, of course, this podcast is here to help you with a lot of things. But at one episode per week, it's going to take a while for us to share everything you need specifically for your situation. So if you're really serious about committing to fixing the problems in your agency now so you can build a truly profitable business and get your life back, then I want to invite you to apply for the Agency Accelerator Program. I'm not so stressed during calls thinking, oh my gosh, I got, I got to sell, I got to sell, I got to sell because if I don't sell, I don't make our I don't make our numbers, you know, and if I don't make our numbers, I can't pay our people. If I can't pay our people, then our business is down. This program is designed to help creative agency owners get to 1 million in revenue per year in 12 months or less. I char typically charge one client a $3,000, anywhere from 2000 to 3000 Now I'm uh, moving towards only 5000 and up. And my latest client that I closed is a $10,000 client on a monthly 
retainer. We only accept about 20% of the agencies that apply to this program because we want to make sure that we only work with people who will commit the time, energy, and resources required to take what they learn in the program and use it to create an agency of their dreams. You've taught me and you've taught us how to build this within our company that if X happens, this happens, boom, 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 boom. Like it's so systematic that it's gonna work for itself. That has given me the sense of like, oh, I know what the heck I'm talking about. I know what I'm good at. I know that I can deliver upon what I want to deliver. And it, yeah, I gained hell of a lot of confidence for sure. So if that's you, then I want to invite you to apply today. Just hit the link in the show notes to apply for the Agency Accelerator program or go to creativeagencysuccess.com forward slash apply. Thanks, and I'll see you inside the program.